Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. I'm a U.S. basketball writer, right? So I have... I did not know that. Uh, so, but what, one of the rules is like, if you are... You're a U.S. basketball writer. How many articles do you write on basketball games? Uh, I'll write a couple, but I'm a member. <laughs> and I'm a Football Writers Association member. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get to vote. All right, it's the roundtable here on ESPN 680-1057. James Dribble, Phil Baker, Zach Cantrell hanging with you today on a Monday, a Monday after the Super Bowl. And most of the show's been reacting to that. We had Country Boy Brewing in here, enjoying some of their uh, some of their products, so very good. Uh, Kentucky basketball hosts Old Miss tomorrow. Join Mike Gandolfo, Jason Denson, Zach Cantrell. At 11 p.m. for the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post game show on ESPN 680-1057. Kentucky Fish and Wildlife reminds you to enter the 2024 elk draw today on their website. 437-9680. Okay, so uh, here, I mean, we, we've waited long enough. Yes, I know. We, the we, the we, masses we, were upset uh, <sighs> on Saturday for and, a couple and, reasons. And, and Phil, it just, they, they for the first time ever, in the history of Rupp Arena, Kentucky has now lost three straight home games in Rupp Arena. They, they, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're in freefall mode, but they've lost the last four out of six games. They lost to South Carolina, Florida, Tennessee, Gonzaga. The only wins. Arkansas and Vanderbilt, who are two of the worst teams in the SEC. Uh, and, and, and look, this, this was a game where it was another quad one opportunity for Kentucky. And they still have some left on, on the table. I mean, I, I don't want to leave that out. They have at Tennessee, Alabama at home, at Mississippi State, and at Auburn. All four of those games are still quad one opportunities for Kentucky. But the way that they've been playing, Phil, doesn't make doesn't give me the warm and fuzzies about the prospects of winning those games. Have they got a game tomorrow night that's not easy? Old Miss is at home, and that's not a just give me win. I, I mean, Chris Beard, while that team has its flaws, uh, they've dropped out of the top 25. That's still a good basketball team. It's much improved under Beard. And the I, I think I think Saturday, Phil, the John Calipari fatigue once again set in with Kentucky fans. And I know you probably heard the end of the game, Phil. There were a lot of boos yeah. uh, raining down on, on the floor. Uh, to, I, I don't think it was towards the players. I think it's towards Cal. And I think it's towards just, just, just Cal and the way things have gone. And, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, are we, we going to do this again this season with John Calipari? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking the fans to task here because, because I, I agree. Like this, this is not acceptable. You know, you already have seven losses and it's mid February and, and we still have a month to go before we're in the tournament and you're dealing with seven losses. And then Phil, you have Ole Miss tomorrow night at Auburn Saturday at LSU versus Alabama at Mississippi state, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, who cares? And then at Tennessee, like to sit here and say that, that, that Kentucky won't lose 10 games is ludicrous at this point. Well, And I think I understand like you can react to the game in the micro and then you can look at everything else kind of like big picture stuff for Kentucky basketball. Mm -hmm. I I forgot who tweeted this out, but I just somebody sent me a screenshot of it saying Kentucky had 27 opportunities to tie or win the game since 2020. They've made a shot one time. That's kind of amazing. Yeah. No, they they don't. They don't win these close games. I mean, they, they. Okay, so. 
And Adutiero had a good game, but that he play did. that was drawn up. It was horrific. It, with three lottery picks that you could have had in there and be he could he should have been the fourth option on something. Yeah, like no, that. absolutely, and, 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 and I agree. I love Adutiero. He had a I, great game. He had a great game. He's played. There's two games in a row. I thought he's played pretty well. He's the only guy in my estimation, that that I've seen that will go in there and mix it up and get tough rebounds and, you know, play that tough style of basketball on defense. And then the rest of the bigs, to go back to your point with the the play, there could not have been a worse play drawn up for that situation. I mean, if you had Reed Shepard with the ball in his hands, here's what should have happened. And I think you would agree with that. You do ISO with Reed Shepard. He, he's been he's been driving to the bucket the entire second half. The entire Great second, second half. half. Yeah. He, he, he made layup after layup after layup. You, you, drive, you drive Reed Shepard. And then, if there's an opportunity, if there's someone out there, if he gets if he gets clogged up, whatever, kick out to Antonio Reeves and have him shoot the ball. Yeah, and Rob Doster, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, quite frankly, like the entire first hour of SMH, but he said five times Kentucky had a chance to tie or take the lead on a final possession, and the Field of 68 put those videos out there. But a text that Rob Doster, Field of 68, got from a coach, it says, text I got from a coach about Kentucky's final possession. The only thing Kentucky runs out of that set is a lob. You see a box, you know lob. Incredibly predictable. Yeah, is that Chris Mack? That Chris, I was gonna say that Chris Mack is that Tom, Tom Green. Green. Tom, Tom Green, Tom? He, you know, he was on. He Kenny was on. Payne called that play. <laughs> Kenny, yeah, Kenny Payne called that play. Well, I mean, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of meat on this bone. Um, and Phil I, I, and Zach, you know, if you want to chime in here, absolutely, you know, feel free. To me, the biggest disappointment so far of this season has been the addition of the bigs. I mean, it's to a point now, whenever Trey Mitchell gets healthy, the fan base is like, you know what? At this point, go back to small ball. Go go back to the way we were winning before we got these seven-footers because – and I know that the text line is going to roast me, and, and I deserve it. Look, I, I deserve it. I, you can roast me all you want. But between Aaron Bradshaw, Ugon Onyenso, and Zvonimir Visic, there's not one of those seven-footers, Phil, that I, that I feel like is tough. <laughs> I mean, you saw Mark Few over and over and over again in the second half, go right to Aaron Bradshaw's chest. Oh, it looked like the movie Jack with Robin Williams in the kindergarten scene, where the, yeah. all, all the they're hanging on to Robin Williams. That's what Aaron Bradshaw looked like with the Gonzaga yeah. Bigs. I mean, it's he, like we're just along for the ride. There's one point where like he like he, like tackled the dude by the waist. Yeah, like there's nothing else he could do. And I'm like, okay. Then, then he decides to put Uganda. Uganda's a little tougher than Bradshaw. You know, he's he's a, got a little bit bulk, bulk bulk to him than Aaron Bradshaw. But Cal wasted like there's three minutes left in the game. Then he takes him out. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, what? what like, his, like he he he. It's like he wants Aaron uh, Bradshaw and Justin Edwards to work so badly to raise the profile of draft stock and draft status. And Kentucky has this many guys in the NBA and all this other junk that he's willing to sacrifice his team for that. What what do you make of the lineup discussion of like I know that's something Matt Bangs is talking about a lot about yeah. having like it, it, does that bother you as much as some of the other masses that are out there with the lottery the amount of lottery picks on this team does that bother you the lineups that are out there um I, what bothers me is there's no consistency in anything he's doing they're like like uh, all right for instance so s- Saturday this game's going down and Rob Dillingham sitting on the bench. And I understand, like, here, here's the thing. People were like, well, he had this defensive lineup in. This is, it, the lineup he had in was for the defense. Well, it sucked. Like, it wasn't good. So you're actually trading shot for shot with Gonzaga at this point. Right. And you're behind trading shot for shot with Gonzaga. Why not put in your greatest offensive weapon? Because your defense sucks anyway. At least put in the extra firepower by the off chance that Dillingham just goes hot because he does that all the time. He just gets a spark and boom, he's out there. That, that's the main criticism I have. Like his his lineups to me don't make sense. Well, it, and I kind of we played it a little bit yesterday, and I know Zach's not there, but it's something that he said. It's like the game was lost in the first half. They got up six in the second half. Like I mean, I understand yeah, they were up six. Like, I agree. It's just it, it was interesting to me, kind of like hearing that logic and just kind of trying to figure out the Rubik's cube of which players and which lineups that's out there. Like I think you need to understand from the big standpoint. Outside of Trey Mitchell, this is who you are. Yeah, and and that's concerning. Like moving forward in March, because I I I agree with you. I think we speak 
about John Calipari and the Kentucky experiment, and I know Shirley Donovan puts out cryptic things about just yeah, kind of does. the temperature <laughs> of the room of like what is actually going on down there. But I, I think overall, the John Calipari experiment with Kentucky has overall been a successful one from a branding standpoint it for has the universe. But overwhelming success. But you got there, there's this war going on with the youngs that are content with you know the guys that they're putting in the leagues, and you got the Issels of the world that yeah. uh, that want more championships, that want more Final Fours. The further you get away from the sun, you're seeing some of these other programs that haven't been don't, they don't have the makeup and the blueprint that Kentucky has in terms of the historical uh, significance, and mm. they're able to be successful too. And I feel like the further you get away from that, yeah, it's great you're putting guys in the league, and that's great from an NBA standpoint. Big picture, what does that look like? To the guys that are going to be in college for you know three to four years, sure, yeah. That that's what's the interesting conversation, big picture with this lifetime contract with John Calipari, and just kind of feeling like I don't think anything is going to happen to John Calipari. I don't either. That's, but that's the thing. It, it, and it, but it also kind of gives you that that peace of mind of like to play Doctor Phil sports psychologist here. <laughs> is he just like perfectly content with being content? Like, that's something that's – I don't think that's the case, but when you get a lifetime contract, you're comfortable. There's not really – There's not pressure. It's not the pressure cooker. Like, something it was conveyed to me if they do, in fact, move on from Louisville – or from Kenny Payne with Louisville basketball, which it looks like that is trending in that direction. Again, I don't think it's as absolute as a lot of people I, are I'm out there. I'm with you. We'll talk about but, that next segment. But yeah. it was conveyed to me from somebody that would maybe not necessarily be in the know, but would – have some say that would it was conveyed you need somebody that is so hungry and so desperate to lose Mm -hmm. that if they aren't successful here this would be their last and they would never coach again do you think about that with john calipari you got all these guys in the league you got billions of dollars of contracts in there you got a lifetime contract you got a you got a a a nice sweet parachute gig if you want to be an ambassador oh yeah he's got a million dollars a year (laughs) You, you brought a national championship do you have that fire He's a fiery guy on the sidelines. He, he is. But that level of comfort, it's it just, it, it's an interesting conversation to have about the future of John Calipari and just how comfortable he is in that position. And I, I don't know how to answer that question because I, the sentiment of it, I agree and understand. But at the same time, I know how much he hates losing. Like it, it bothers him to his core yeah. to lose. He's a highly competitive guy. So the, this idea that John Calipari, after a, a loss, just goes home and you know pets his dog and rides the Segway around the house. And How he, is the dog, by the way? Do I, we know? I, we don't know. Ever I, since that one like weird where the guy uh, on well, the message boards? The dog is sick. Okay. So the dog the dog is sick. So I, and, and I know people like like to use that as like, how was the best? Like the dog's sick, apparently. Okay. So I, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, stay on the dog topic. Right. But the idea that he just goes home and he's riding the sick way around the house and, you know, Ellen's baking him brownies or whatever. I don't think that's the case. I think it, it, it really bothers him. But at the same time, all the excuses leading up to this season about why the previous three seasons were such a disappointment was like well he didn't have his guys he had older guys he had transfer portal guys he didn't he didn't really have these elite prospects that he's used to having and so he gets it back he so, so he gets it all back he gets all he has a number one class he's got nba draft picks on the floor he has the cream of the crop when it comes to the number one the, the number one small forward number one point guard number one center he has all these guys on the floor that, that and he's got in rob dillingham a top five ish type player reed shepherd top 10 ish type player uh in the nba draft he's got all that backfill and he's still doing the same damn thing, which is losing to teams you shouldn't. He shouldn't lose to that Gonzaga team. That Gonzaga team is nothing special. It's it, oh they, no, they're it, out of the tournament. Yeah, that this probably put them back on it the did, bubble. The bubble. They're, they're probably like the last four in at this point so, now. So Kyle Tucker put this out, uh, I believe, on Saturday. He hates Cal. Food for thought. Bill Self has had basically five <laughs> oh, good players all season yeah. and didn't have the best one yesterday and beat Baylor. John Calipari is 10 deep every time he's missing one. That guy was the key to the loss. Yeah, every 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 single time. Every if we had this is his excuse, but well, it is an excuse. I mean, it's like we didn't have DJ today. We didn't have Trey Mitchell today. We didn't have a do Thierry today. We didn't have whoever. We haven't had a. a, a That's a, March. You get in foul yes, trouble. Yes, That's yes. You get injuries. Well, exactly. Like, you know, we haven't had a full team. It's like you have you have twelve players that you can put out there at any given point. Like you have all this talent and st- and to fill something I noticed too. 
is, you know, we were so critical of Oscar Sheebway last year with the pick and roll defense. You remember that he's not oh, fast yeah. enough. He's not. He's not athletic enough. He's just not that type of big. His footwork is this. His footwork is that. He, he laterally he stinks. Da 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 da. So now we get these more quote athletic bigs in. Still the same problems. It's they still can't defend a pick and roll with their bigs. So that what is that leading to believe? It wasn't all Oscar's fault. It, it, it's not all these players' faults. Like, there's something in the co- – look, it, it, it's so bad because we went from Cal runs an archaic offense, his offense stinks, upgrades the offense. We're all applauding. Good job, John Calipari. And now it's the defense. It's all, It's always something. And I think that's the most frustrating thing, Phil. It's always something so, no, right no, now no. with this I, guy. I, I agree with you on that. Look, I, I'm not going to go as far – is it the Kentucky standard, especially with the shiny new toys that you added there? But let's take the freshman out of there. You got, in my opinion, an All-American in Reeves. Yes, absolutely. He's fantastic. Trey Mitchell, although there's injuries with he and DJ Wagner, uh, you know, DJ Wagner looked a little sluggish. He in did, this game. he did. And, and, and Trey Mitchell not being in there, that matters. It does matter because he's been fantastic all season. And is Yes, but again, I go back to that's the randomness of March. You you get injured. Get you get a rolled ankle. You get guys that are out in foul trouble. Like that's you have to find like as cliche and sports coachy as it sounds. Next guy up, and it's just as to your point. It just feels like it's always something with him. Yeah, always. And I I don't know if the fan base. I mean, I heard the boos like they were loud. They were though. They were they they. I mean, they they came through the TV crystal clear when that final buzzer sounded. I mean, it was boos raining down. And, and look, I hate it for the players because I. I I think the players are doing the best they can. Like I think they're playing hard. It's not. It's not an effort thing. It's not a talent thing. It, it just. It feels like that something's missing. And I said this last week, Phil, and I, th- I think I'm doubling down on it. Ever since Camp Cal, this team has regressed. They've gotten worse. It's like he, like he, he was like kind of free flowing before and letting you know the code that everyone do their thing. And then once, once, once Camp Cal happened, he got his clamps on everybody, and he's exhibiting the same stupidity that he's exhibited in the past with all these stupid lineups and weird lineup changes and things that don't make sense. Well, you, it would, if it would, kind of like the Shane and Dolph stuff. If, if it would have worked, you would have, you would have liked it. Type deal. What he talked about with that lob at the right. end of the game, like. All this junk, man, it, it continues to rear its ugly head. Yeah, and, and I saw Seth Davis. And I don't hate Cal. Well, damn, you know, I stepped, I, 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 I stepped on that. <laughs> that was a lie. Uh, Seth Davis, not sure it's it's that not was being. A lie. <laughs> there you go. I like Cal. I love not, Cal. Not sure why it's not that being pointed out uh, more or at all, but it should be noted that during Kentucky's three game home losing streak, the Wildcats were not at full strength for any of them. If Trey Mitchell plays yesterday, Gonzaga has far less success in the middle of the pick and roll. That is from Seth Davis. Here's what Kyle Tucker, who is the beat writer for the Athletic, for he them. is perhaps, but Kentucky has played pretty lousy defense with Mitchell on the floor. And yes. at some point, how many damn good players does a Hall of Fame coach need to need to win? I'm sorry, need to win one out of three home games in that building. And I didn't and here, Spot on. I'm going to say something, and he, I agree with Kyle Tucker there. I'm going to say something, and someone pointed this out on Twitter, and it, it made me sick. Kenny Payne now has more wins in February than John Calipari. That That's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. The gold standard. The gold standard. <laughs> Kenny Payne has more wins in February than John Calipari. And, and... He's missing players, too. There's no Trenton Flowers. There's no Dennis Evans. There's no J.J. Trainer. Like, they'll, they'll, those guys aren't playing. He's dealt with injuries. And I haven't not, seen D'Lo in a few games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen D'Lo in a few games. I mean, uh, Karan Davis was never really on the team. But you, you neither was Trenton Flowers. But you catch my drift. Like, like you said, you have to make adjustments here. And when you're playing a team like Gonzaga, who was, for whatever reason, a quad one opportunity, they're not the same old Gonzaga. They're not good. You, you you beat an NIT team on your court. With that many NBA players on your team, you win that effing game. And he, he Phil, I, it, it is so frustrating. 
as a Kentucky fan to watch the decline of John Calipari. And there's nothing that Mitch Barnhart can do about it. Nothing. Like John Calipari has to has to lay down his sword and walk away. What part of you believe that John Calipari would ever do that? Oh my God! The the massive ego. He's on billions. Like he's doing. Yes. The, like his ego will not allow him to. Like he, unless he, he gets it. another championship. Hey, look, I, I know there's a clip circulating on there, and I don't know. It's from a post game show, I guess. But a, a fan that says like the negativity is out there, and this isn't the KP oh, stuff. Chester? I, I think so. Chester maybe. from KSR. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So maybe it was I heard it there. on Twitter today. Okay. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it floating around. Did you listen to the two-hour podcast? I, no, I, I, I did you not. saw it circulating I, I saw, out there? I saw it on, circulating on Twitter. Uh, you know how I am on Twitter. I'm, I'm on it all the time. I saw it. So I listened to it. But go ahead. But, yes. but no, but I, I think with the John Calipari experiment, like, he has the tools. You have a deep roster for that. Now, should you or could you be getting more from your bigs? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But again, it's mid February now. Yes, you're you're a month away for in a couple weeks out. Uh, what was it five weeks out for March Madison SEC tournaments coming out? So there's room for growth, but man, it just feels like we've we've done this. Like it's we just always automatically default to Cal will figure it out. Cal will figure it out. Well, this is now yeah. the new norm, and this is the trend that you've had since how long? I mean, how many years has this it's been? Kind COVID of COVID year. The COVID that was the first year. With the BJ Boston and God rest his soul, Terrence Clark team that, you know, underperformed, vastly underperformed, didn't make the tournament, but that was a weird year. So we're like, oh, you know, we'll give him a pass. It was COVID and it was weird and all that stuff. And then the next year, they get a two seed, lose in the first round. Last year, six seed, lose the second round to Kansas State. And it, it, it with 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 with, a, with an all American player in Oscar Sheboy, like the greatest rebounder maybe in the history of Kentucky. And take that biggest. Yeah, take that biggest. But it it it, 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 it it's been a trend, Phil. <sighs> it's been it's been a trend, and like I can't protect John Calipari anymore. Like I, I can't do it. There's nothing I can say on this show, on a podcast, on on a post game show that's going to sway Kentucky fans back in the favor of like, oh yeah, we still love Cal. Like it's just it's not going to happen unless what, he goes deep in March. What did you make? And I know we're getting inside baseball with uh, the the Trilly Donovan. Tweet. He was just like, you know, Kentucky fans are too critical about that. What do you, what do you think of that? Because that's from a national perspective, a national perspective that it, it could be worse. And I'm not saying for Kentucky basketball, yeah. you should lower the bar. Look, we're in here locally with with that whole. Lock up the uh, yes. But <laughs> it's interesting to me. But like he agreed with the caller Chester on this. He's like, I'm team Chester with this one. OK, here, here's here's what I'd say. I agree with Chester on the point that we should still support the team and cheer for the team. I, I, I agree with that. We're, here's why I disagree. The, the, it could be worse stuff. Um, and, 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 and when, when I'm talking about this, I, I want everyone to realize again that I, I like John Calipari. But, yeah, I agree it could be worse. But when you're, the, when you're a Hall of Fame coach and you have that much talent – and we got the taste, Phil. Here's here, here's what makes this worse. We got a taste of it to start the year yeah, no, you, with right. this team. Yeah, that, that, that we, we beat some good teams. They had that North Carolina win. They weren't losing those big games early the way they had been the last few seasons. So when that North Carolina win happened, everybody, including myself, in Big Blue Nation was like, we're back. We're back. Here we are. John Calipari figured it out. He has his guys now. We're good to go. Let's go SEC play. Going to win the league. Going to win the tournament, which is the standard. Which is the standard. We got that taste of it. That taste of the old style John Calipari. Young, flashy, dominant team. And the rug got pulled out from under us. And it makes it worse, Phil. It makes it worse because this team was performing at such a high level early on that we got our hopes up you bought back in we bought back in 100 percent. and once we bought back in these losses happen like like losing tennessee at home shouldn't happen losing to that florida team at home shouldn't happen i know they beat auburn by a thousand or whatever over the weekend losing to, to that gonzaga team at home they're only two in that gonzaga series now ever since cal announced that you know, new blood versus blue blood yeah new blood versus we're now owing two against gonzaga we're, we, we lost the first time that neutral slight in Spokane and then lost Saturday. And I hate Gonzaga and I hate Mark Few. 
But that I mean that, that that's the that's the Gonzaga team that proves the point of the only reason that they got the number one seed wasn't because of their schedule, because they were all smooshing Gonzaga. Because they had the same schedule, but they're losing games, they're out of the tournament. Oh no! I look. It, it's it, it was a fascinating experiment to just see some some humble pie for my Kentucky friends of just like this is a a, a terrible Gonzaga team should not wipe a good the floor with them and then they came back and won and, and, and beat no, out and, look, and got up six like everyone when Cal said it was like in the first half the game was awesome like he got up six no he got like, up six and when, when they went up six I was like okay we're gonna win this game we're, we're, bit, yeah. we're, we're fine we're, we're fine here yeah we're sitting there thinking you know what yeah they're gonna go out and win by ten and everything's gonna be fine and but do you ever consider Mark Few looks at Kentucky's talent and sees his talent and thinks you know what I wish I had that I would, oh, if, I, if he had look, that kind of talent, Mark Few would have won two national titles. I would, I'll, I'll agree with Cal on this. I mean, he says all the time, like, there's a lot of people out there that would like my team. I agree with him on that. There are a lot of coaches out there that see Rob Dillingham and DJ Wagner and Reed Shepard and Trey Mitchell and Antonio Reeves is like, yeah, I'd like that team. Give, give me all those guys. Probably do a better job than what John Perry is doing with them right now. Yeah, look, this next six-week experiment, because I, I – <laughs> For the sanity of your brethren and the big blue brethren out yeah. there, I, I, I think it's. I know people talk about, oh, you, you, you got it. it's so random in college basketball. I think minimum second weekend or this fan base is going to explode. I like. I don't say that. Like, I know a lot of people is like you know Ethan Moore is like the standard is to get to the tournament for yes. Louisville basketball. I think for the mental health of Kentucky basketball right. fans. Like, you got to do that. Otherwise, this weird experiment of lifetime contracts and everything is definitely going to heat up. And look, I, I know we've done these shows before. It's like, has John Calipari figured it out? Is the fan base out of love with him? They're in love with him again. It, it definitely feels like it's at a tipping point. If it, they do not get there, it feels like there's this odd dynamic of neither side knows what to do after if like they don't get to a second weekend with this much talent. And, and here, here's my question too: Will, will the so the, they'll, they'll likely have the number one class coming in again? I mean, they have the number one point guard. They have Samto Cyril coming in. They've got uh, Jaden Quaintance, who's like uh, you know a basketball prodigy. Uh, they've got Travis Perry. They've you know they've got a good crop of kids coming in, and you are, you add Carter Knox to that, which they probably will to that as well skp that baby yeah skp that but you know you had carter knox to that it's gonna be the number one class but do people care about that anymore i'm serious i mean people were so excited about this class and it's been it's not been a failure but it's been a disappointment we'll see what marsh will dictate whether this is a failure or not but if it is a failure are people gonna buy people won't buy the the magic trick of oh look at these guys Look, look what cal's bringing in because he did it his way again, and the same results he's been having have continued to will continue to happen. I don't think fans are going to buy into that. Uh, yeah, it, it, I know it's probably recency bias that I, I, I'm thinking that way. But man, I, I, I've seen this trick happen over and over again, where it feels like, oh, you're you're going to get get put in the the Kentucky trance where Cal's going to bamboozle you yet again. But mm-hmm. I think the masses are just kind of hitting this breaking point where it's like man if you don't show me something now with this talent yeah and then flipping the script with the offense and everything like uh, it's no longer okay yeah it, it, this is the norm this is the new exactly norm. And we don't want this to be and look they're putting out tubby smith numbers tubby smith had better numbers than john calipari during this stretch and that orlando look, orlando little orlando tubby smith and i think that's the damning thing all right let's read some text here take a break we'll come back and we'll get uh, some uh some louisville basketball uh talk here texture did bbn think cal magically learn how to draw up plays and coach it's been the same bleep year after year Kentucky has had 27 opportunities to tie or win the game since 2020. They made a shot one time. That's kind of amazing. Oh, no, it's terrible. Texture, look how much Cal has convinced us to lower the standards. Six NBA first-round picks, and we're still talking about making it to the second weekend LMAO. Texture, uh, da-da-da-da. Phil, don't listen to Big Rig. He's full of bluster right now. As soon as John Calipari secures a couple of all fry all Americans, he will be right back on the oh, bandwagon. You'll buy back in. You'll buy back in. Sh- shaking those blue pom poms. We've been here before. I know. Talks. You're right. It's the same t- uh, different texture. Shrill buys with the Cal magic trick he, every single year. Laughing emojis. Texture. Not defending Cal, but Rob sucked for the most part on Saturday. UK scored 52 points in the second half without him in the lineup. Maybe put him in on the last possession when KU is missing a guy. The replacement is a vet. UK. 
Ray is way too inexperienced. But I thought that's what we wanted. But I don't. That's fine. Um, let us see here. Let me refresh. Let me refresh the text line. So we have to do that now. Da, 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 da. Refresh. 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 And uh, but, but, okay, Texter uh, Zags fouled up three. Yes, I, I that was another thing. Oh, yeah, okay, were, that, people were getting on yeah. that too. They fouled up three, which Calipari should have done Florida. against Florida. Yeah. Uh, Texter. Beginning with the 2017-2018 season, Cal has lost 14 home games against unranked opponents. In that same area, in that same era, sorry, Bill Self has lost one home game against an unranked opponent. Izzo has only lost six home games against unranked opponents. Matt Painter has lost only four home games to unranked opponents. 14, that's a lot. Man, Gold standard, baby. The gold standard. Oh, man. Is that a rubbery and ice 14? cream? Yeah. Well, thank you, Jay Billows, for that. All right. Let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, on the other end, look, Volvo won. I mean, they're – look, we, we have a we have a discussion to have with, with Kenny Payne. I know texters and, and tweeters don't want to hear this, but there's, there's a conversation to be had. Phil, are you ready for this? Yes. It's going to make the one texter very pleased that uh, we're having this discussion yet again. Yes, yet again. I know I, he, he, he loves you, Phil. He loves you talk about this. All right. Sonic Troll of Louisville, that is the place to go. When you want to talk about security around the town, okay? That's the company that has the best-reviewed uh, uh, security company in, in Kentucky. Over 350 uh, five-star reviews on Google. It's been locally and family-owned and operated for over 35 years. They have a group of technicians and local experts who will work with you uh, to, to cater your system to your home or to your business, and they'll service your security system down the road as well. Give them a call at 502-966-8999 or go Go to SonatrollKY.com, SonatrollKY.com. They got everything you need. They have that no false alarm guarantee. They also don't want to apprehend, or sorry, they don't want to just dissuade the, the bad guys from coming in. They want to apprehend them. Go to SonatrollKY.com. You're listening to the Round Table with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Strebel. I needed that, Zach. He Thank did. you. I-, I needed that. He looked at me before you played the music <laughs> and was talking about something else he needed. <laughs> just, a, a just a little R and R. A little R and R. We're divorced, Dad. Rock. <laughs> yeah, a little divorced. Though I'm not divorced though. We are, we are happily married. <laughs> They're not. Happily married. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, happily married. But I do. I do like some Creed. I needed that. I, I was telling Phil. Like I had three straight days of like partying. Oh, like, yeah, poor I had, thing. No, poor thing. Poor, poor me. Poor you. And I haven't like done that Tony in a long. Mom. Yeah. Oh, poor you. I haven't done that in a really long time. So I'm like, I'm struggling. I would love to see Prime Strebel and Zach, Prime Zach, in a Ooh. a party off. Oh Ooh, man, Ooh, yeah. that would be good. Now Avery has made the claim. I, I've heard this, and this. Zach fundamentally disagrees with this without even even knowing what you're about to say. But well, go ahead. Well, she 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 told Andy and I this was this was way back when she first started you know working around here that she could out drink us that was a lot yeah yeah she was like well i'll I'll drink both of you and i'm like avery like i'm the different animal like you you don't understand and so is andy andy is too i'm I'm not i'm not trying to pump myself up here i mean andy andy is equally as experienced as i am yeah uh i need to show you the slide that made my wedding powerpoint or slideshow uh, that my buddy slid in there of just some absolute debauchery of yours truly. Of uh, you? Oh, God, yes. I mean, now, I, I believe that. Oh, I, it, I believe many, this. many moons ago, it, it was yeah. a galaxy far, far away. Yes. In <laughs> uh, hotel party rooms that are now car washes, we, we used to do these things. But I, I would love to see you two go like Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just like, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, Dylan, you son you of son a. You son of a pot. The, 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 just the drinking some Mad Dog 2020. Oh, yeah. Four did I, locos, baby. Uh, did I ever tell you about the time that I was at a? It's called an '80s '40s party, and so you. Oh, you, you is you, this the the taping of the? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, you had to dress like the '80s, but you had to drink '40s. Okay. And I was Edward Forty Hands. They taped to one hand, Phil and Zach. I had duct taped Steel Reserve, and the other hand I had duct taped Cobra. Oh, oh yeah. And I had to, I had to finish both. And it, it was one of those things where I paid dearly for it. Like I, I like as well. I went out to the back deck, 
And I, it was actually over by Bowman Field. My buddy, buddy's house was right over across Bowman Field. Okay. Back in your, your neck of yeah, the woods. Yeah, my neck of the woods. I'm the prince of Bowman Field. And I, I went out on the back deck, and I, I just chugged both of them. Attaboy. And I said, let, you know, I, let, let the cards fall where they may. I, this is atrocious alcohol. I've got to get rid of it. So I chugged it, and it was it was everywhere. It was it was terrible. That's that's the good stuff right there. But yeah. no, it, it'll put hair on your chest. But I would love. I mean, Zach is it? He's at a different stage of life he than is. you. And, and, and it's are like I don't know if I want to say envious because he was at Magbar, and that's not a site on Magbar. But like Strebel's. The debauchery you were getting in at his, not his age because he, I was he, married by that. Okay, you're thirty. 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 I was married. I was married. I had a kid at that age. Okay. I was so I was like I I was so twenty three year old Shreeble. But Tw- between the ages of twenty twenty seven. Okay. Yeah, I'm at the back half of my prime. I was. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You, you reach that point. Eighteen where you're, to thirty. I'm still there. Yeah. When you're when you reach that point where you're like you're at Magbar last night. I'm sure you're having a good time. I'll, yeah, a little bit. But you but you look around. And you're kind of like. Huh? Huh? Like, is this? Is this? Did you realize you're one of the older people in the room? I actually wasn't. I can believe that at Magbar. Yeah, I was going to say Magbar and Zach. But when when you're at like when you're on like Baxter Avenue. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you, you walk into O'Shea's and you scan the crowd. And you're like, I'm too old. Oh, to I'm be a like. dinosaur there. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I'm I, the age that they think that I'm old. Yes, yeah. I don't think you're old at all, but you're at the age yeah. where you like O'Shea's thinks you're old. Yes. Hi, and my name's Zach, or uh, as the ladies refer to me as, "Hey, you in the bushes." <laughs> <laughs> hey, you in the bushes. There you go. But no, I I, I reached that point at, one, at a juncture of my life. Um, do, do you remember when you had the realization that it was enough? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I remember okay. it. I it was it was probably on the bars on Baxter where it was just like. Yeah, we're those guys. Yeah, well, so, okay, here's here's when I had that realization. Yeah, it's an epiphany, and nobody wants to come to terms with it, but you're just like, yeah, I don't need to be I'm, here. I'm done here. I'm done. Well, so, the, the last time I went out, quote, out at 4th Street, this was years ago. I think the twins had just been born, or they, 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 were, they were around, but they weren't very old. They, they're probably still babies, maybe even toddlers, at the, at the oldest. And it was one of our friends, it was her birthday. Okay. And so, her husband set up dinner at hard rock cafe and then after that go to help the moon that bar oh yeah 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 and, and so I, i'm like oh yeah that sounds like fun and we go we have dinner the dinner was fine dinner was fine you eat some eat some eat some tenders have a few beers you're good to go then i go to help the moon and i'm standing by the bar and i look around and i just say to myself this sucks. <laughs> I want to be home. I want to be in my bed. I want to be at least close to my bed. I didn't talk to anybody. I felt awkward as hell. I was like, this isn't fun anymore. My wife, bless her soul. She walked up to me. She's like, are you okay? Do you want to leave? Because I wasn't talking to anybody. Yeah. That's, not, that's not me. I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, you're, talk, you're I'm talking man to Terry. Town. Yeah. I am. And, and I look, I said, no, honey. I said, it's your friend's birthday. I said, We'll stay as long as you want to. But in my head, I'm screaming, I want to go. I want to get out of here. That's when I hit it, Phil. That's that's when I understood I'm done with this entire venue here. I, I think the last time at 4th Street for me was Alex, uh, fantastic about it. It's when I got the selfie with Guy Fieri. It was great. Now like, that was, that, that, that's different, Yeah, that, that's a little bit different. But yes. no, there is a realization where you're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm not the what I... I used to be. This this rodeo's over. So, mm-hmm. Zach, you see, I'm envious that he could still go to those places like Bag Bar, which is like... Yeah, I could say the last time I've been there. Oh, it's been a decade. It's yeah, yeah it's been a decade. I can't believe easily. they don't have the Ninja Turtle thing. There I know anymore. that's what that pisses me off. That makes me not want to go anymore. Uh, all right, real quick before I know you got to get out of yeah. here soon. Um, Louisville. I mean, we got to talk about Louisville. They, they they win again on on Saturday, and they, they win convincingly. I mean, they win seventy nine to sixty seven over a Georgia Tech team that has upset Duke. They've upset North Carolina, so it's not like they're. I mean, yeah, they're ten and fourteen. Like I get it. Like they, they're losing record, but but Damon Stoudemire has a team with a couple upsets here, and he was a guy that some Louisville fans. Mark Blankenbaker, Ty Spalding, were pointing to him like, he's a first-year coach. Look at these wins. He's a first-year coach. Look at these wins. And Louisville beats them. Again, beats them convincingly. You have another game, Phil, where you have not just one, but multiple players play some 
pretty damn good basketball. Caleb Glenn gets 15. Brandon Huntley Hadfield gets 12. Mike James Sky Clark, 11 apiece. Trey White, 14. Uh, Tyler Johnson, 12 points. I mean, you had multiple guys scoring double figures. I mean, hell, your whole starting five scored in double figures. I don't think we've said that about Louisville basketball the entire season. Well, look, and Bob interjected during the show yesterday. Uh, he had his rental car. He, he was down and coming back from uh, Xavier. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he was, he was coming back from Cincinnati, so he popped in to get his car that was down here. And it's interesting because he said he talked to Paul Biancardi, and I think he talked about this today on Paul the B show, B. who was on the color analyst yeah, uh, during yeah. the game. And he said, "If he said the talent isn't an issue, he's like if they could just mm-hmm. buy in defensively, you had some. I, we're all well. I know you're not. You won KP year three just because of the chaos. Yes, that's uh, cool. hell yeah. Yep, you damn right I do. Zachy C and I are team. You know the standard is the standard. The LSL mantra. Yes. You've seen Double D talk about this as well. Yes. But we, it's fascinating to me, big picture, because we all knew this was coming with the favorable schedule toward yeah, the end of it. Absolutely, so yes. you knew there were going to be some wins there. What's this conversation of that they beat Syracuse on the questionable call there? It's still at time. I mean, defensively in the first half, they did not guard uh, the, the, the guy that went up for like 35 points. So, mm. You know what I mean? So like when, when people talk about big picture stuff with this, there are going to be wins there, but it's still not the standard. But you're starting to see this, and I know this pisses off the texter a lot. He's like, does the schedule give improved Louisville final shot to flip the script? That's a Rick Bozich yes. headline on WBRB. <laughs> it really is, yes. <laughs> C.L. Brown wrote something similar where he just posed the question on some of these things. And again, we go back to, and I heard Louie and uh, Zachy C. talking about Newsman this. Newsman Lou. Newsman Lou talking yes. about this, that nobody other than Josh Hurt. It's not a big percentage, but if these are deemed deposits, because if, if it doesn't matter at all, and, mm-hmm. and I'm of the belief that if you don't think this is going to work big picture, I'll got the recruiting, oh. I'll got all the other losses that are there. Well, they have no recruits it, at the moment. Right, exactly. Yeah. Maybe dangling that out there. You know what it would dangling be great? It you know what would be funny to be? I've thought about this often. Like, you know when you're about to be let go and you just do one last Hail Mary and yes. you're just like, Carter, he's got Carter, he's got Carter Knox on speed dial. On speed dial. Just emergency like, speed dial. Oh, you sure you want to do this? And he just flips the phone <laughs> to Josh Hurd. <laughs> right. Just, like, Carter, five star, Carter Knox, Kentucky wants him. How about that? So, look, it's a, not an even. I'm not envious of Josh Hurd because there's more tentacles to this than just. I know people want to say it should come down to wins and losses, but let's be honest. It's not just that. Yeah, it's, it's not. It, it, it's getting into bed with family. It's, it's yeah. going into business with that. That's probably not the best uh, course of saying <laughs> well, that. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm not that there's well, anything well else in Kentucky, but, uh, you know, <laughs> we talk Game of Thrones. First cousin, Zach. Hey, what do you think about that? Seriously. Uh, yeah, yes. I, I went to high school with a girl that. Uh-oh. I like where this is going. That No, she. she Jamie Lannister? No, no. It wasn't Jamie, it wasn't Jamie Lannister, but she, she, was, she was attractive. And. She came to school on a Monday, and she decided to tell everybody that she had a family reunion over the weekend and that she had a hot cousin Hmm. and how bad she felt about thinking how hot he was. But she was like, I wanted to hook up with him. It it was one of those things where you you look at her and you think to yourself, you know, there are people listening to you right now, and, and it might not be a good idea tell everybody you know all these you know 16 17 year olds that are your quote friends right that that you had you know fantasies uh, about your your cousin i didn't know what degree i don't know if it's first cousin second cousin third third cousin twice removed whatever it was but she's like she's you know lusting after a cousin and it was it was it was odd and i i look at her differently from now well from i was that gonna say on. so this was early 2000s i would imagine oh no, no no this was uh this was mid 90s this is oh, like 98 okay. So about two decades before yes. Game of Thrones when it was exactly. normalized before, and everything. Oh, yeah, before they normalized uh, incest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so probably not the best phrase by me. Uh, Try to talk about getting, getting into bed with family. Yeah. Going into business with family. Going into business. It's a better way to put it. Yes. Yes, but, it is. <laughs> I've had a couple days. That, they, I'll just leave it at that. They're just, kissing cousins. <laughs> spin the bottle? Maybe. Kissing but no, cousins. There, there's a, a dynamic and there's – and look, there is still a contingency out there. I think it should be a no-brainer if this is not heading in the direction that you want it to go. Look, but I'm these, with you. But to say, sit there and say there's no shot. 
Like I'm just not there. I've got look. I, I, I had that look on Twitter. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to my Twitter. I mean, because I, I posed the question in my show breakdown. Like you know, I said KP a few wins away from that dreaded scenario, and you know, and a, and a, and a Cardinal fan uh, person on Twitter zero percent uh, chance KP is at back zero percent chance. Uh, t- another Cardinal fan tweet KP is gone. Trust me, Cal is there forever. Yeah, Cal's there until he wants to leave. I agree with that part. But but no, you're right. This this idea that it's our Already signed, sealed, delivered. What was the conversation, Phil, before the season? If they get to something like 15 wins. You're in that weird there, purgatory. There's an awkward conversation that needs to be had, and it wasn't trending towards that. Now, all of a sudden, you look at this schedule, and then tomorrow night, they have Boston College. They stink. They, and they're, that, they're better, but it's not. But, I don't you know, think anybody, they're better. Look, they only, it, aren't they like three and something? But, but anybody, look, trust me, you're talking about a Louisville basketball. Like anybody is no, better than Louisville sitting at the bottom. Of well, I don't know. I think I think Boston College is worse. Hold on, let me look at their record. I, I just clicked on it. I, no, I think Boston College is terrible. Yeah, they're, oh, actually, no, they're thirteen yeah, and ten. I, I was going to okay, say, so they are better. No, I, yeah. for some reason, I thought they only. I, 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 I saw that thirteen. I thought it was just a three. So they have Boston College. They've already lost to Pitt. They got to play at Pitt, even though Pitt does stink. They have no. Notre Dame at home. Then you end the season, Phil. They almost beat Syracuse at Syracuse. They get them at home. They get Virginia Tech at home. They get Boston College again at home. So you can talk about maybe they're at, what, eight wins? Maybe nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. If they get to thirteen wins and they're thirteen and I'll have them losing to like Duke and Pitt. They They win thirteen games. Is that enough for the awkward conversation? Well, we had Eric Crawford on the V show with uh, when Bob was out the other day, and I asked him the question of just this weird because he is he's not hot take guy when it comes to this, and he talked about the coaching search of being you know, some guys that aren't putting their name out there and things like that. But yeah. he also said, I mean, he's the only person that's talked to Josh Hurd when it comes down to this stuff and talking about the deposits, and this is why a lot of people were clamoring for after the Kentucky win or that they were going to uh, move on from him. So you didn't have this awkward stage where it gave him. Kenny Payne, if you wrote the band-aid, band-aid off after that at Arkansas State, we're not having this conversation. Because then you're not giving him opportunities to get those said deposits like Josh Hurd has said over and over again. He can put t- deposits in. Look, those, some of those players are better. And the narrative is being created that with, I mean, you're getting an approved Brandon Huntley Hatfield. You're getting, hist- like, I'm not even saying hyperbole. Go to Kelly Dickey's Twitter. Tyler Johnson and Caleb Glenn are doing historical things on that. They are. And, yes. and, and I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying this is the evidence that Kenny Payne and company are going to present to Josh Hurd, who is going to have to make this decision. Yeah, no, I, I'm with so, you. So, and the depleted roster. All the injuries, all the injury flowers. Like I know Zach, and this starts, is, and this isn't the pick on Zach. And it, 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 pick on Zach. No, this isn't because Zach is like <laughs> you shouldn't move on. But he comes from the Io, uh, the Iowa State. God, I'm sorry, I just said that. The, the hey, Ohio they went to State. The the, two years later, the, the Ohio State. Iowa sorry, Aaron Kraft. State. I, probably, I know you're not afraid of him. But look, Aaron Kraft, <laughs> rosy cheeks, Kraft. Always, I do always like Aaron had Kraft. the apple cheeks. He That's always had the apple cheeks. He comes from the church of the Ohio State, where they expect excellence and this is uncharted waters for Louisville basketball that it's it can get really messy really quick yeah. if you have this momentum that we're I think we're all three in agreement is not good enough but it's going to be positioned as yeah. it's trending in the right direction and I don't, I'm not saying I agree with that I, I'm not I saying, don't agree with that I, but yes, I'm just saying I, this is the evidence this is that the it, evidence that's that going to be presented, presented to Josh yes, Hurd absolutely it shouldn't be presented to Josh Hurd let's not fool ourselves 12 and 44 says it all he's beating name one good team he's beat Miami okay fine they may make the NCAA tournament but they're beating up on the bottom feeders or whatever and look hey just don't, be- I mean, don't 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 you be trashing Leonard Hamilton and Leonard the Florida, Hamilton, Florida, Florida State, State Seminoles now there you go. <laughs> they won hey, the mythical, don't hate on Bellarmine they, they won that they're like UCF they won that mythical national championship when COVID hit 2020 yeah they, exactly they, they hung the banner there you <laughs> and, go and this yeah. is and this is Ethan texting the personal bad phone and I and I love oh, Ethan. the standard's Ethan. the standard look I, I agree with you I, I am a hundred Zach what you're saying I, if I could kiss you through the glass on your beautiful forehead I would I'd love to see that I don't know if I would not that I'm that. HR so I can do whatever I want you, you, you are that. HR yes you are the person that we complain to allegedly. Yeah. Anna, that's he's, not, the to- Anna, he's the Toby Anna. Flanderson. Uh, yeah, you are. Are you Toby? <laughs> You're Toby. Trust me. Does there's Dieter a lot of things. 
I hope not. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know Dieter doesn't hate you. Oh, no, no, no. But no, Ethan texted it. This is exactly why KP should have been canned after the annual loss of the team up the road. Correct. You're giving a longer runway yeah. to make those said deposits. And Eric pointed out, Eric Crawford said, the board, and this is what I've always been concerned about, and he assured me that this wasn't an issue, but having his hand kind of guided on some of these things, mm-hmm. Josh Hurd, and said the board wanted some uh, stability. And the players coming out and saying they supported KP and all the changes and everything that's happened here, you can see it. I don't agree with it, but you can see it from a AD or an administrator standpoint of like wanting some stability. Sure. I don't agree with it because the standard is the standard. as Ethan Moore has said over and over again. Zachy C said, but I'm just warning people that are just speaking in absolutes. These are the things that are going to be presented to Josh Hurd when Kenny Payne's making his case for year three. Sure, absolutely. Momentum I, going into the season, uh, to next season. Yes, and, and, and look, if, if he can go in there and say, again, all the texts are sexy in that we're crazy. I, I'm not saying... I, I hope I'm right. Hey, look, I, trust I, me, I, this yeah. is not good. I hope but, I'm right. But if, if, if he's able to say, look, I've got Brandon Huntley-Hanfield coming back. He's gotten better. i got Scott Clark coming back. He's gotten better. Tyler Johnson is becoming a star for this team. He's coming back. Caleb Glenn, people like him. People like Curtis Williams. And if he can add like a few transfer portal guys or uh, pull a rabbit out of his hat recruiting-wise and say, I've got all these guys coming back and then these new players coming in. Trey White could come back. I mean, oh, God. I mean, if he goes in there and says – all these guys will leave if I leave. They'll come back, and you've seen progress with them. You bring in a Chris Beard or whoever. Or are they going to get the? I don't look. I don't know. I, I, I'm, it, I'm with a, you. I don't envy Josh Hurd's decision because I think it should have been done over the break. Yes, and I know there was a lot of tentacles with he former had players. His, he had his opportunity to do it early, and he wasn't able to because of, like you said. Players said, no, we're hanging with KP. He's got former players. There's all their other things that we can't discuss on air that they're going into this. But, no, Josh Hurd's in a bad spot. He's yeah. in a very bad spot. It's, look, it's it's now if KP go, loses out, yeah, and they're stuck it makes eight it, wins. It, it makes, makes it, easy. it easy. It makes it easy. But the this, conversation gets more. And that's the conundrum for Louisville fans. And I love Ethan. Like I love you, buddy. Like what are you thinking? Like when 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 Louisville wins basketball games right now? Yeah, no, I'm with yeah. you. You're between a rock and a hard place. And yeah. Louisville's opening as an eight and a half point underdog to Boston College. Are you eight and a half underdog to Boston College? Yes. I so, mean, that alone right there is gross. Well, look, and, and and that's why I think it should, in fact, lead to the, de- the decision that we're all in agreement for. Well, maybe not you because you're a terrorist. But yeah, I'm a terrorist. Zach and I are in agreement for the standards, the standard, the overall record is what's the most damning thing. And that's what should, that should be, be should be the nail in the coffin for KP. Yeah. But when he talks about the clip with the negativity and the fans and things like that and just winning he's going to present this I'm telling you and the, and the supporters are going to su- present this of injuries uh, the, the roster turnover yeah. the, the hurdles that he went through and maybe he has some he has an ounce of logic behind that with mm. some of the injury bugs that he has sustained but it's still not good enough. Everybody, we just spent all this time talking yeah. about Cal. Like, you can't just constantly keep going back to that. But it's going to be positioned that way. Absolutely. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. Thank you, Phil Baker, for hanging out today. Uh, I know you got to get out of here, but uh, appreciate you filling in for Max Godby. He'll be back on Friday. Had a day off today. Uh, talk about some stuff going on tomorrow and Friday as well. Uh, and, and, but yeah, It's the roundtable here on ESPN 680 105.7. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. 